Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, October 17th, 2021. Our bit today comes from Romans 8:35a, which says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? A good Sunday morning to you, my fellow believers in Christ Jesus. And am I ever so glad that you join me for some praise, worship, and thanksgiving on this the Lord's day? Now, that is a must, as the Lord decreed to the Israelites when he handed down the Ten Commandments to them. Prominent amongst the directives was this. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And you can find that in Exodus 20 verse 8. And that's what we are endeavoring to do this Sabbath day. And as always, let's begin with a song, a song of praise. Today's song is a contemporary Christian number. Give Me Jesus, written by Fernando Ortega. But his version is too slow. Whereas the live, more up-tempo version by Danny Gorky suits our purposes admirably. So let's sing that song which shows how desperately we need Jesus, that it has us crying out to heaven for him. And we better had be sincere because he's not only going to listen to our pleas and praise, but also check our hearts to see if what we are singing is really true. Therefore, in soulful harmony, let sacrificial praise flow from our hearts and mouths. And by the way, don't forget the sweet background vocals from the choir and the majestic sound of the orchestra, for those are what raise the song to a higher level. So let's sing. Oh, 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 give me Jesus in the morning when I rise, in the morning when I rise, Yes, in the morning when I rise, give me Jesus. And the chorus says, give me Jesus, give me Jesus. You can have all this world, just give me Jesus. And when I'm alone, oh, when I'm alone, when I'm alone, give me Jesus. Yes, just give me Jesus, give me Jesus. You can have all this world. But just give me Jesus, for he is all that I need. Just give me Jesus. And when I come to die, oh, when I come to die, when I come to die, give me Jesus. Oh, just give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world, but just give me Jesus. It's all I need. All I need is Jesus. So please give me Jesus. Just give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. And you can have all this world. You can have all this world. Just give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. He's all I need. He's all I need. And give me Jesus in the morning when I rise. When I lay my head down. When I wake up. When I lay my head down, I said, I need him. Oh, Jesus, I need you. 
I said, I only want Jesus. When I wake up, just give me Jesus. All I need is him. We worship you. We worship you. I say, we worship you, Lord. You are the answer to my prayers. You are the calm in the storm. You are my rest and my refuge. Oh, yeah. Just give me Jesus. I'm a people that was beautiful and made even more so when the heavenly host joined us in offering sacrificial praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Whoa, what a magnificent person he is. When we call for him in any and every situation, when we rise up, when we lie down, when we are alone, when we die, the only name we are calling out is Jesus. And Bro Paul learned that lesson the hard way when Jesus accosted him on the road to Damascus to persecute the believers. He tells the story thus, and it came to pass that as I made my journey and was come nigh or near unto Damascus about noon, suddenly there shone from heaven a great light round about me, and I fell unto the ground and heard a voice saying unto me, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And I answered, Who art thou, Lord? And he said unto me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom thou persecutest. And you can find that in Acts 22, verses 6 to 8. And we all know how Paul was blinded by the light of Jesus and had to be led to Damascus, where the Lord commanded one Ananias, a devout believer, to go and heal his blindness. And despite the Lord's command, even Ananias was afraid to go and confront Saul. Such was his reputation for persecuting the brethren. But he poked up his courage and went and confronted him and returned his sight. And it's interesting to hear some of the words that Ananias said to him. And he said, The God of our fathers had chosen thee, that thou shouldest know his will, and see that just one, and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. For thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. And that's taken from Acts 22, verses 14 to 15. Now, 2,000 years later, we are still relating that story as Ananias promised. But Paul also turned out to be a mighty witness for Christ, journeying all over the known world with the single-minded purpose of spreading the gospel, which seems to have been burned or branded into his psyche, into his soul and spirit. You can't consider anything else when he says stuff like, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And that's taken from Romans 1 verse 16. And later on, in the letter to the church at Rome, he confidently proclaims, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, 
or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers not things present not things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And that comes from Romans 8.35 and verses 38 to 39. Can you imagine all that from a man who encouraged the demise of Christians, even supposedly stood by and watched them being killed? And he eventually became so engrossed in Christ that he considered all his earlier accomplishments of no account, as he says. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ? Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but down that I may win Christ, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. And you can find that in Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 to 8 and verse 10. Yes, friends, bro Paul was very much into Christ. His zeal for Christ was amazing. It was more flaming than any of the other apostles. And the scholars offer this explanation of verse 10. They say this verse may also be paraphrased in order that I may personally know him, that I might both experience his resurrection power and share in his sufferings, and thus I will be more conformed to his death. Paul wants the righteousness of God which is found in verse 9, so that he can obtain a personal relationship with Jesus in actual day-to-day -day experiences. This knowledge of Christ is obtained by experiencing in daily problems, needs, ministry, and so forth, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Knowing Christ also entails participating in his sufferings. Paul desires to share in the Lord's sufferings because they bring him into a deeper and more meaningful relation with him. As they say, companionship in sorrow establishes the most intimate and lasting of ties as afflicted hearts cling to each other. The result of participating in Christ's sufferings is that Paul is being made like him in debt. The word debt has a double meaning here, including inward and outward, ethical and physical debt. As Jesus died in regard to sin on the cross, so Paul is doing more and more in his daily life. As Jesus was bodily slain, so the apostle, should Caesar's verdict go against him, is prepared to be slain. All right, friends, that was long, 
but I thought it necessary for us to get a better understanding of the scripture and Paul's desires. Now, we don't need to become that zealous, though we must remember that suffering is a part of the Christian's lot. But we do need to heed what he says later on. This one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And that's taken from Philippians 3, verses 13 to 14. Oh, my fellow saints, we do need to put all our past glory and credentials aside and move forward to new ground, that of knowing Christ deeper with each passing day. So when we get to heaven, we'll be greeted by Jesus with, Well done, O thou good and faithful servant. Much love. And the postscript for today says, you can't really know and appreciate Christ without undergoing some pain and suffering. And that's the gospel truth, my people. A lot of us think that once we come to Christ, life will be all wine and roses and easy going. No, it won't be. Because Christ said in this world, you would have tribulation. But with him, you will have peace. So we could stand up under the trials and tribulations, just like Paul did. So let's think about it today. Now. Let's try and get deeper in Christ. Because it's only when we get deep in him that we can really appreciate what's happening. So please, let's go out and live for Christ as usual and do whatever he asks us to do. Be obedient because that's the only thing will get us there and get us good rewards in heaven. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a blessed Sunday, my brethren. Much love. Thank you.